Hello, hello, hello. This is Tony, and today we are diving back into our tricksters, gods, deities, goddesses, um, animals. I love my animals too. So today we are going to be talking about Elegua, or some people also call him uh, Eshu, and we're also going to be talking about the crow slash raven. You know, I I know they're different, totally different. But in the stories, they could be the same. Some people say ravens, some people say crows. So, but I'm going with crows, and I went with crows on this for my tricksters. Okay, so let's start with Alegua, and some and some people say Alegua. Um. But I I go by Legua, so, and I'm gonna get started. I will first say first off that I was um <laughs> I was intimidated um to go see him. He scares me. He does, and he stalk, but he stalks me. He is he is a trickster that um. I came across, um, when did I come across him? I came across him in, Ooh, I don't know. I came across him this year. Let's just say that. And he's been showing up more and more. So I'm going to tell you that, um, and my experience with him was, he showed up in actually a card and these other cards and they were point that I was avoiding, which, you know, I'm intimidated by him. I was avoiding that one card. It was weird because it was like that one card is off on, on its own and someone, and I didn't know who that card was because it was the saints and I don't know the saints. And so when I was at, um, a, at a conference, someone told me, they said, Oh, that's this, that's, they told me it was him and I was just like what and they were like yeah that's that's him and I'm like oh my goodness so um I was I didn't know how to act to that because I I knew um he was calling me and I I had I'm already I was already working with a trickster I worked with one I already worked with one trickster and when I saw that I was I thought oh wow Okay. And as you can see, the tricksters show up in my life a lot. They have shown up a lot, but now I'm noticing, um, it's not just the tricksters. It's, it's all of them. It's everything from the other side. Um, and I'm seeing that's, that's a, my big connection is I'm able to connect with all of these and they're there. And I love it because I can, it helps me build a personal, my own personal one-on-one -on -one with them. So let me go to my meditation with him. And he brought me to a fiery mountain when I went into my meditation. He was brought me to a fiery mountain. And I asked him why he... If he would explain to me what my soul was truly knows. 
And then he said, well, your soul is afraid of me because your soul knows what I'm fully capable of. Um, and then he, he told me that he can turn people's worlds upside down and he brings change and people say they want change, but there's still fear hiding under the surface when you can't call on him or you're afraid to work with him because he brings the illusions in your life to the forefront. Um, and so in that meditation, he turned my fiery mountain, that fiery mountain he brought me to, he changed it to this beautiful valley with grass and flowers, but it was an illusion. <laughs> We're standing in a fiery mountain, but he put this illusion over everything of no, everything is beautiful. We're in this beautiful valley and there's this stream with flowers and, and we create these in our everyday life. He says that, and we, and he helps us pull back the veil. And if he wants you to take anything away would be the illusions. He helps you pull back that veil to bring forth those illusions that you have been put in your life, that you put there, that others put there, that you let others put there. They, he helps you bring, um, you see those illusions and oh, has he let me see a lot of freaking illusions a lot of illusions. It's amazing. Um, and one of the reasons, um, they call him tr a trickster is because he, he, he pulls back these illusions and the people want it and people. So people wanted to call him for like a miracle. You know, when you're calling on your DDs and you're working with them, you're like, you're working with them to, um, help you fight a battle or bring in money or bring in a partner or something like that. You're, you're calling in those for that, um, most of the time. Um, and he doesn't do that. He, he's not going to do that. He wants to bring forth the truth. Um, you have, you can't meet him. You have to meet him in a crossroads to figure out if you want what you're going to do to bring that illusion down when you're at the crossroads with him he is the cross eight and he's also a um, crossroads roads god as well as i learned um and that's what i got out of my meditation and then he actually told me to come back and i did go back um and when i went back that was more of a personal download personal stuff that i needed to work on and also um because i uh and trying to find my, my erasure head. Um, he was leading me to some things and trying to interpretate some dreams that I've had and, and figuring those out. And so he gave me directions on that. And one of the things he said, I can, it was interesting because he told me, um, to go look up with him and wanting to sometimes he does things to upset god and he also loves things with clay and i was just like okay clay <laughs> all right um and one of the things i he did for me as a trickster 
and he 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 showed up again after I figured out how he tricked me because he did trick me. If you go back to that story where I went to that conference and that person told me that um, you're avoiding him, and I was, and so I was. But then um, at that that same weekend, I had gone to the store and it was a um, it's like a mystical magical type of store, and I went in there, and I because and. I was called to go in there and this other girl who she's, she knows them. She works with the Orishas and she knows them really well. Um, so I went with her and we went to the store and as we're in the store, we're walking around and I'm being pulled and being pulled and being pulled over here by this one section. The lady shows me the sections of a section of this, this lady does. And she's not a very friendly lady at all. And and I'm at the section and the section she showed me, I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't feel anything there. I'm being, being pulled back to, to, you know, further back to some other cabinets. And so I, I'm just walking cause I'm trying to feel out the energy and see what's trying to pull me. Um, and I, so I walk, I go and I walk around the store, um, again. And, and so I go, around, I just go walk around the store and then I'm, I'm called back over there. And as I called, I'm called back over to the, to that one area. I walk slower around the cabin that keeps pulling me. And as I look, I see some bells. And if you know my story, you know that bells are very important to me because my grandmother collected bells. And so I, and I didn't see those bells before and they were there. And I almost started crying when I saw those bells and, um, I gravitated to two of them and I held them and they had so much wonderful energy. And another girl came and helped me and she, um, and, um, and the other girl who knew about the ratio, she said, you're getting bells. And I said, yes. And she says, she says those, she's like, Oshun likes bells. And I was, and then I said, I wonder if my, I thought about my grandmother. I was like, did my grandmother know anything about this? I don't know. She never mentioned this, but okay. And I said, okay. So she was like, Oshun. And and I knew um, that I was, if anyone knows me, I love yellow. And I have like, to this morning I was counting. I was like, I have eight yellow shirts. And I didn't know like Oshun is like yellow. She loves bumblebees, all of this stuff. I know she's not part of the tricksters, but this is this is going, this is going to a like what story too. This connects to him. As you know, I think they're supposedly, they are good friends actually. And so I get these bells, right? And so I'm, and then another girl has helped me. She says, she says, oh, we have more racist stuff. This lady didn't tell it. The first lady I told you who was not, wasn't nice. She didn't tell us. And the, the girl's with me. She says, really? And, um, and she says, yeah. And so we go over there to the other area that, um, we didn't see before. And she says to me, um, and she's like, this is the area. And I was just like, and so I saw something else, another bell. And I was like, I want that one. And so I had gotten that another, this other little bell thing. And the girl who's with me, she says, oh my God, she says, I'm really being pulled to get this, this for Alegua. And she says, I don't even work with him that much. She says, I don't know why. And I'm like, and she looks at me and I'm like, I don't know. And so, um, so she, she buys it and I go and another lady, and then a third lady helps me. Right. So I have this third lady. And so she, 
she now she her energy was so magnetic and big and amazing she had amazing energy when i say you can feel her energy you could feel her energy even the girl who was with me she said did you feel her energy and i said yes i did and so she had grabbed my hands and she was holding my hands and then she gave me one of the she gave me um one of the bells for free she said here this is a gift she says this is your gift but she wrapped my stuff up and she was really nice and really polite and then she took and she made a rune on my bag um with the la the last bell and so there she did a, a rune rune marking on it and go back about a year and a half ago i studied runes with someone and he was an okay teacher but i didn't really keep at it and so i kind of let my rune situation just run high and dry with working with the runes so then um i get home and i'm putting my stuff up and i said oh i want to keep this um this sigil of this the rune sigil that she made me because she actually she binded two runes together and i was like and and i didn't think to look at the rune like what is the meaning of it i didn't think to do that and of course it was elegua's stuff and his situation and i put it underneath the i put it underneath a bowl i put it in in my area where i keep my my sacral stuff right so um something's calling to me this last a couple months like a couple months ago i had this other runes class to do runes again by another teacher instead and so i did it and i i loved her and it was great and i was reading my runes and i was just like and as i said i i i said oh my gosh that that rune that she made me for a leg walk he stopped me from doing anything he stopped my all my because the rune she made was my the first rune was the seed and which was a great one it was the seed which would bloom but she put she binded it with isa and isa is the is one that binds and um stops it makes things frozen so it made my, it made all my seeds stop and Allegua, until I came to him and until I, I, I learned my runes and I came to him, he stopped everything. And that's how he was a trickster for me. And I think, and I laugh and I'm, and so it's like, until you stop and you really look at things and see things and look at these freaking illusions around you, I am stopping you cold in your tracks and he freaking dead. And I, I got that sigil. And I was just like, and I, and I don't, now I, and now that I look back at that person, that person, as they took my hands and they got their message, their message was to stop me, to slow me down, to make me stop because I need it to, and to not make anything come to fruition until I really stopped and looked and pulled back the veil. And I did that. And once I did that, so the person who had this wonderful energy is not a bad person at all. They were doing what they were called to do um we are called to do things all the time for our highest good and for sometimes for the person um we are connected to for their highest good as well and we don't know why at the time and it sucks and you don't want to do it and you're like this sucks but you do it anyways because you're called to do it and 
that was called to do for me. And I'm thankful for it because it made me go back and look at things that I just kind of skimmed over before and really appreciate and see those things. Okay. Um, so yes, like what is a crossroads? He is, he does meet you at the crossroads. He is, um, a lot say that going into knowing him, you have to, uh, before you connect with any Horatius or any of them, you actually are supposed to go through him. He's the one who opens the door for you to come to the, any of those. Um, he's supposed to be that person. Um, he also has, and depending on if you're, if it's coming from the Afro Latino side or from Africa, um, he's seen in two different ways. He, he's seen, he's actually seen as a, a duality of um he has a dark side and a light side and so you can and i think that's his 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 part he plays but he also he plays tricks on other other gods too he does has done a lot of tricks and stuff he also sometimes he also works with other gods as well um but i um and he he's represented with beautiful key. Um, when I do my meditations, I meditate with a key to open him to open doors for me to see things, to do those types of things. And, um, other great things is again, his, he does like the clay and the, and he's, Oh, he likes candy. And he's like very childlike as well. Oh my gosh. I have to finish up on him. Love him. He's great. We're going to go through the crow really quick. Okay my crow story. So crows, um, my own crows just follow me. They stalk me. Actually, that's my connection to crows is they they're stalkers. I feel like they're stalkers. I got stalker crows. So, um, and someone saw, and I had a friend who gave me this necklace and it's interesting because I then last night, she, she gave me a necklace of a crow of crow mother. Um, and I don't wear that anymore, but it's a crow mother. And if you ever, she has a wonderful story. It's a native American story. Um, well, I'm saying, I'm saying that, but I should say indigenous people story, um, of America's about, you know, some wonderful, there's a bunch of wonderful stories. If you go look, if you want to know more stories, there's wonderful ones, but I'm gonna tell you what I, what happened when I connected to the crows. When I opened myself up to the crows, I opened up to a cloudy area where there was a group of crows and they became one large, huge crow. Right. And I rode that crow and I asked that crow, what did I need to learn from this trickster? And they, and they told me they serve as hunters of, um, they told me the story and I could not find the story anywhere. So take it how it comes. And they serve as they serve the hunters of the, that Navajo tribe. They, they were telling this, this, the ones I connected with, this is what they're telling me. They told me that they served as hunters for the Navajo tribe in the past. And they would make the animals, um, being hunted, think that the hunter was coming a certain way. So the crows would trick the animal saying oh, the hunters, you know, coming from this direction. And so the animals will run in the opposite direction. And, but the crow was lying and the animals would run into 
you know, the hunter. And another thing they would do is they would go out for the hunters and they would spy. Remember I told you I had that, um, they spied on me and they would spy on the animals to see where um, the animals were at and let the hunters know where they could find the animals. This is why they're tricksters because they, they make you think the opposite of what is true. And they also have this, this, they spy on their prey for their owner as well. That's a couple things that came up. Um, one thing I was told was you can make the crow, um, you can make the crows your own. They, they do have sometimes, um, they connect with certain, they connect with certain masters. And so, but you can make them, um, your own by by feeding them and they did it's interesting because they did play a trick on me because i asked what um well what food do you like and they told me they said meat and then they said, told me and i thought it was the weirdest thing i saw moldy bread and i saw cheese which cheese is fine and then seeds and i was just like why moldy bread i don't think they're supposed to have bread and i was i was kind of like put off by it like what's going on and i'll tell you about oh, later because then um as I looked it up, you know, uh, moldy bread is toxic to crows. So I was just like, why would they do that? Why would they? And again, and I, as I had gone back to Alegua, he said, remember, remember you're working with tricksters. And he said, so either one, they were testing you or two, they were seeing if um, you could have that power, if you would take that power and feed those crows that, because I, that I was told to feed those crows moldy bread, the ones that watch me, and t so that they would stop spying on me. Would I do that or would I do the other thing and make them mine? And I would not feed them, no, I would not feed them moldy bread. I would either make them mine or let them keep spying on me because I you know what? Spy on me all you want to. I have my own power. No one has my power. And it's beautiful because I know, I know the power I, I stand in and it's an awesome thing. So that's why I don't, I don't worry about spying energy. Okay. So when it comes to, um, like if you look at crows in, um, historical, views like in mostly in European and the Celtic, they are looked at as crows as harsh and like looked at as death and bad omens and, um, and not the greatest thing. But if you look at when you're looking at them in the indigenous people of Americas, they're more used for, they are used um, to connect with spirits, help for vision quests. They're all about, you know, connecting to wisdom. And they, they also see them as sacred because they see like animals, plants, you know, birds, they see those things as sacred. And of course they have the story of the crow mother and the crow maiden. There's a couple different stories of like the crow mother feeding the children um, and the crow maiden also being married and helping her husband. So there's a couple of stories with, um, with those that are, are great. Whereas, you know, a lot of Westerns see them as death or bad things to come or, um, just not the brightest, but on other ways, they're seen as, um, messengers of God too, which was interesting with me when I went up, I went up into the clouds. So I was just like, I went up where, you know, messengers of God. And so, I'm up there getting those messages. So, and they're like keepers of secrets. And 
again, remember when I'm talking about the tricksters, just like the foxes, um, I think the crows have this wonderful thing of they do get to be keepers of the secrets and they do are messengers and they go back and forth and they have the wings to do that. But tricksters are also were survivors. They survive things. They they were able to survive because they were witty and they were they had this um, they invented things. They were very inventive of being able to survive and being able to make it through different, you know, different famines and crises. So I think that is a wonderful thing about the tricksters of the crows is that they can use that trickster energy to um, survive, right? And make it through some things. And so if you're trying to get through some things, I think you can call on that crow spirit to Hey, give me some um, things. Give me some of that wit that you have to get through some things. Tell me a secret that's going to help me, you know? So um, you want to work on that and seeing them as, or even using them as a guide in a vision quest if you do any journey, doing journey work. Okay. So that is my connection to crows. And um, yes. That was long. Thank you so much for listening. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye.